All right, we're back into the combine. I'm staying the man. I'm uh, no. I guess I'll be evil Jay today. <laughs> what was your last one? I was trying to think of it the other day. A uh, little, little Jay. Jay. Little Jay. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know what? Go back to the little Jay. Jay Diddy. Jay, Jay oh my Doug. God, dude. What the fuck For is today? going on? And the, and the progression is just something else. And I'm shoddy. <laughs> and, oh, um, all right, Jay Diddy, why don't you break it down? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck we're doing. We're ta- I think we're talking about some what? old shit. Yeah, so we got what we're listening to, old stuff, though. Not, nothing old new. stuff. There we go. That's what it is. That's the or old shit that we're listening to. Or just anything not new, you know? Yeah. yeah. We have actually some uh, sluggishy shit for you guys. It wasn't my idea. It was fucking August's, and we're actually bringing him on for a little anniversary talk. It is what? The... What, 10, ten year anniversary? years? Uh, yeah, 10 years mm-hmm. of uh, ten Crack the Sky. 10 fucking years. 10 years, Crack the what Sky the by uh, this... Mastodon. So we're going to sit down, talk with him about that. Uh, you'll Where the hear fuck what I does feel. time go? Dude, I have no idea. It's it fucked up. Like, it seems yeah. like yesterday I was being given that goddamn Mastodon with the fucking Moby Dick cover. <laughs> listen to this, shoddy. And then I didn't, but yeah. <laughs> and now this one, I listened to this one and I loved it. So sorry, Jason. <laughs> Um, Are you talking about from from Hundy? Yeah, from- <laughs> yeah, because I didn't listen to the first, you know, the the first couple albums, but oh I listened to this one. But yeah, anyway, you'll hear our thoughts of that later on. Um, I mean, you've probably already heard how we feel about Mastodon, but anyway, we have a beautiful Patreon question that we're going to talk about. Do we want to talk about the question now, or should we just leave that a mystery? Uh, mystery question. Mystery, mystery okay. question. Okay, mystery so question. you're going to have to, you know. Stay tuned to see what the mystery question is. I like that. Yeah, 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 there we go. And then we also have a interview with the beautiful Gina Gleason from Baroness. So, yeah. Yeah, actually, that's the first, uh, first female? Female. female we've had on the podcast. Yeah. I've been glad. Some little diversity. Long time coming, though. Yeah. She's cool. Um, For anyone who doesn't know, she just joined Baroness before this new album came out. So, it was kind of cool to hear her, like... Being a fan, you know, joining this fucking cool band and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So that was a good talk. But also listen to that fucking album if you haven't, because that thing is Rips. awesome. Awesome. Yep. So, yeah. It's been nice. I've been going, uh, 
Actually, if we were talking about new stuff, I would be fucked right now. I was telling Shadi that earlier. Like, I really haven't listened to anything new. But Damn, like, there's so much been, coming out right now. I know, but I've been catching up on so much, like, good stuff that I missed or, like, you know, just never got a chance to get into. No, you got to do that, a lot too. of stuff, yeah. You got to do that, too. I guess we'll just... I'll start out. Um, So... My first band is actually album from last year. Just missed it. Completely missed it. I think it was brought up. I know, Jason, you sent me it hmm. through our group chat. I don't know if someone suggested it. I just missed it. But it said uh, Hinayana, uh, that melodic death metal from... Uh, oh. It's American. I forget what. Yeah, Georgia, I, maybe, or something. A, list, a listener sent that to us? Yes. R- right. Yeah. I don't think it was a Patreon listener. I think it was just... Yeah, but uh, it's, dude, that fucking... Was it melodic, melodic yeah. death metal? Yeah. Yeah. Where are they from? Um, I'm trying to look them up real quick. You got a clip? Oh yeah. Let's listen to that while you're yeah. on clip two. Yeah, that, that was cool. It's just, oh, dude, it's it's cool. It's a cool album. It's like, I can't um, believe I didn't like even see that. Like a little insomnium. Oh yeah, At- atmospheric, but it's like brutal. Yeah, yeah it's like fucked simple, up it, but it's fucked up. It came out last year too. It sounds like it's older than that. Because I think I'm pretty sure I was bitching about that. It was like no melodic death metal. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just missing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing your fucking job. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. It was uh. So like I said, simple, but like some power there. I apologize. Austin, Texas is where they're from, but yeah. Oh, American. Oh, wow. Dude, I yeah. would have never guessed that. Yeah. yeah. Neither Austin, would I. I know it's like got a very heavy Finnish influence on it. Yeah. Damn. The whole album's good? Oh, yeah. Just atmospheric and the riffs are fucking huge and yeah. What if they're just like a pretty small band or something? I think they are, honestly, but like they're fucking good. Wait, so, say the name one more time. It's Hinayana. H-I-N-A-Y-A-N-A. Okay. The CD's Order Divine from last year. Okay. Cool. So just solid fucking melodic death metal. Yep. Speaking of that, has there been much good shit this year yet that you've noticed or or no? I see there's stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, Not, I mean, no, I mean, not really. I know like Insomniums you know yeah. coming out that fucking i that bezel bubs or whatever you call it oh, god damn <laughs> it's like instant uh, boner dude. every time i listen to it <laughs> yeah that cd is so fucking good beals above yeah yeah it's that's stupid music <laughs> yeah really <laughs> yeah okay all right uh what about you shot 
Yeah, uh, so I guess something we've talked about, but that I went revisited because it's so fucking good that I don't know that it's not going to make my end of the year list, but that new Allegiant CD. We like I feel like we like played with it for like two seconds like oh yeah it's out it's good and then didn't talk about it really so I know I kept waiting for you to bring it in I but I thought see that's the thing is we did bring it in and I think we spent like honestly a dick amount of time on it yeah so it was I like feel couple, like we just yeah we talked it. about it but we just mentioned no, we it, never did so no we didn't <laughs> no we never did I know we didn't well okay. let's Maybe. talk about it because it's <laughs> fucking I mean. <laughs> Yeah. So the, wait. So, so yeah. Sorry. What's it called? Apoptosis, the Allegiant oh. album. Yeah. 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 I don't. I thought we talked about this like very. I mean, we briefly. talked about it in text a lot. Oh well. I mean, I guess. Well, here it is on the cast. I mean. <laughs> See, you know, you're always bitching at me. Oh you want me to God, talk about dude. this shit in private? What do I say? <laughs> Save it for the fucking cast. Dude, Look what happened. Uh, Stan was with me. He's on my side. <laughs> we did talk about it on the cast. You're forgetting. I think we like mentioned it. Like not. Nah, yeah, okay. I think we mentioned yeah. it. Okay. Maybe we said that a full review was coming, and that's why we didn't want to talk about it. I Maybe. think that's what we did. I Maybe. think that's what we did. We'll fuck the full well, review. What do you love about it, dude? I don't. I just <laughs> everything. I guess it's it's like the next evolution of a band musically, because all the same shits there, but it just sounds different. So it doesn't have all of the. Well, I guess it's not that it doesn't sound like you know proponent like the the album that came out i don't know a couple of years ago it's just more to i don't know it's very hard to explain I, how it's how it's different but it's just different it's like just like the next level of like them like it just seems like it's natural like if you listen to the discography like it's they're just getting better and better and better and then you get to this album and you're like holy shit so i mean it's just the writing from start to finish very rarely when i put this album on do I like 
stop it or put it on and listen to one song or another song. It just goes from start to finish. And half the time, I don't even realize that I'm doing that. And that's just because of how good it is. So my, okay. So my thoughts are, I agree with you. It's very more mature. It's a, it's a good album. That's the word. Yeah. From start to finish. It's a good album. I personally like proponent better. Oh no, but it's just cause (laughs) <laughs> I like the more like the melodic death metal that's in that. Like this one is, it, it, they're evolving and they're good. They're doing their own thing. But the other one, I kind of just, I liked it more because it was kind of just maybe it was kind of like other stuff, you know, but mm-hmm. the riffs and the like, you know, the the melodies in the other one were really. But I will, I will say that other one had a lot of bullshit in it too. So as an album, maybe it's not the better, but. But I mean, we have I kind of like some of the riffs better on the other CD. I, I feel what you're saying, but like with this album, we get like there's no bullshit. That's for there's sure. no bullshit, and there's I I guess dude, I don't know. I kind of disagree with you on the whole like melodic part with like this album versus the last one. I feel like they're like about in the same, but I agree with you. There's not like a. I don't know there's a, no there's some shit in here that punches you in the face like in the other album. I guess I don't agree with you. This is just the next. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that last album and I still put it on and we'll still listen to it. But like this is just fucked up. Like I can't wait to see some of the shit live when they come back to my town. I mean, I'm just looking forward to that experience now. As soon as I heard the clean vocals, I just turned it the fuck off. Dude, that's what I was gonna. <laughs> that that's what I was gonna mention too, though. Like, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's honestly like I heard that and for a second I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like. This is balling. Like this is this is really awesome. Yeah, yeah, it sounds awesome. That's I guess Riley, that's right? I have no idea. Or is that his name, Riley? I yeah, I think it is. Yeah, uh, he did yeah. it. He would do that stuff live a little bit. I think. A yeah, little, yeah. But I guess that's why I was disagreeing with you with the whole melodic stuff because he brought the clean vocals a little bit more on this album. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm I don't not know, saying man. this. I'm not saying this album's not melodic. It's just kind of I the other you. one hit me more. Like it was more like melodic death metal, like sounding like that no, you, shit I've been into kind of you know what no, I mean you're right that one's more like over the top-ish a little bit and yeah. I do yeah. feel like this one's more mature and darker so you're yeah, exactly oh yeah, for you're sure. exactly right so I feel and I guess that's why I can always go back to that other one because it, I'm, yeah. it took me a few listens I remember I put it on I don't know if it's just maybe like maybe it's a little denser or something. Oh, the first listen, I didn't like it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Even the cleans, all that, I was kind of just like, I don't know. But now, well, I mean, I don't listen to it a lot, uh, but I the I probably gave it five listens or so, and by like the third one, I was like, I really was. It was a fun, fun listen. But anyways, we're just gonna delete all that anyways because that's not fucking the segment's old shit, <laughs> fucking God. new shit. So we're just gonna delete that out anyway. So that was just for us. Well, oh, okay, so for old shit. I'm kidding. I mean, I've been listening to some old shit, but it's not anything good. So <laughs> I got another band to talk about. Let's just keep it yeah, going. Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I thought Jesus. this is what we were listening to, and then I thought we were transi- transitioning into old shit. Oh, wow. That's old shit. The, it came out months mile. ago, bro. It came out months ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to Stan, that's like current day shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's like today. Uh, <laughs> Stan's bringing in shit from last year on our new stuff all the time anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right, I want you guys. This one is uh, actually old. Okay. You know, um, actually, both of my picks are from 1992. Oh, I almost brought a 93 death metal album in, but I didn't. <laughs> I wish you would have. That would have been a good theme. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm gonna start with the one that I feel like you'll 
there's a less a chance of you being into, even though it's fucking awesome. So you should be. And the second one, stand. I mean, you're you're gonna know it. Could have just used that for a breakdown. I know you're right. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you just do that? I actually did put it in my breakdown fucking playlist. Now that you said that, I forgot. Oh, um, Jason, that was the band Demolition Hammer. <laughs> I never heard of them. Yeah, I never. I mean, I heard the name, but I never. That's a band I never looked into. I'm so. I have so many bands that are from like old school thrash bands that aren't like the big ones. See, yeah, that that's I, I just, don't know. I don't get into that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Same here. I never used to as much, but like, I don't know. This whole year, I've been a lot more into the thrash shit. And like, I don't know. This one, I, I especially like just because it's like, to my ears, it's a little more deathy, like more brutal than like your normal it shit. It was, yeah. 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 That's what I was liking I mean, about I was it. digging that a lot. It's more raw and like fucking just, I don't know. The vocals are just like uh, uh, kind of deathy, you know? Yeah. Violent, sure. just like I don't know, the vocals is cool, and I like they had that breakdown right there. I just love it. It's that New York vibe. Yeah. yeah. Are they from New York? Uh, yes, New York City. There you go. Yeah. It's so weird how that fucking New York thing like pervades into everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every subgenre of, of metal has that sound. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's from '92. That the album right there is called Epidemic of Violence really good and then the one before it i even got, i got into too it's called tortured existence and that one's good too it's a little bit more thrash than death um but it's produced it was produced by scott burns the cover it sounds not. like a fucking <laughs> old school cannibal album the, Dude, the, the cover the, looks like a old school cannibal <laughs> yeah it's so weird like the but vocals it's more thrashy song yeah. wise though oh okay. yeah the vocals are a little less death but it's dude it's good though really good riffs Fight out, hey! 
I don't know if you're in the mood for checking out some like lesser known thrash i say give it a listen especially i don't know that scott burns production i've never heard i, I, I don't know i've never explored anything besides his death metal shit so it may it's it's really good production wise but fucking 92 i don't know man it's it's like thrash was already being you know mm-hmm. this was like grunge time and shit and yeah you know, thrash was on the way out but these dudes were keeping it real with this one <laughs> And then they disappeared off the face of the earth. And then I think they made a comeback just a little <laughs> bit ago. Yeah, it was like the only thing they did. And then those, those are the best bands and, out there. <laughs> yeah, now they're back. So that's mine. That's I've been pl- blasting that shit a lot. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm gonna save my old pick for next time. I gotta I gotta dig a little bit deeper into it. I only started listening to it the other day. So yeah, I'm gonna go on with my. Uh, I got another. Well, it's melodic for sure, but. <laughs> This is epic, and we can just listen to this. You guys might have heard this. I don't know. Okay. Let me just get off the eagle that I flew in on. Name, bro. Fucking soaring song, man. What's what the that? name of okay. the band, bro? <laughs> Divulge can, the information, guys. No. Is Dude, it an old Brian CD? I, I have no idea. Okay. It sounded really familiar. It did it did. sound like Ensiferum? Maybe. Okay. Sh- it's should a, it? It's a, okay. The original <laughs> Ensiferum, like guitarist and vocalist solo project. Okay. Winter Sun. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's just That's where I knew it. it's fucking epic. 
it's, is it the the first Winter Sun? No, this is the second one. This is Time Time One. Oh, okay. album. Don't, don't people usually not like that one? Yeah, and I don't get it. It's <laughs> it's just beyond. I don't know. I don't. I don't get it. Really. It's just. I think I wrote that one off. I remember people being like, "It sucks." So I, I don't, don't think look I at ever the reviews. Like you got to just give it a chance. Like no you got to be in the right mood for sure. But there's a lot going on. It's fucked. There's like yeah, yeah, or it, like bombastic, just fucking. Well, so I was t- reading somewhere. One more time. It's Winter Sun. Okay. Winter Sun, and then the, the album's Time One. It's their second album. Like the first one gets a lot of praise. I don't. I think it's boring. Hmm. And this one I think's awesome. The last one, it's I hated it at first, and now I kind of like it. But <laughs> that's funny. No, I love when that happens. Though everybody hates something, and then you're just like, no, it's yeah. awesome. It, it took like eight years to produce. Like I guess, like they say, it's like <laughs> they say it's like two to three hundred tracks per song. <laughs> like all Dude, just it sounded like it. Oh yeah, it's like all the orchestras are played on a keyboard. Like you know, like it's fucked. I guess. Yeah, you could hear like ten things going on at once. Yeah, just in that clip. The choirs and the like, you know. It's just fucked. Like, listen to the whole album. It's it's good. Isn't that like what Blind Guardian did? Remember they like? Did they? I remember them. I remember hearing that about that Imagination's album. They like track a million yeah. tracks. That that one sounds layer too. You can tell that kind of stuff, and it's just when it's done right, it's epic. A lot of people say this is too much. I think it's fucking cool. <laughs> I mean, every <laughs> once in a while, it's not bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm intrigued, man. Yeah, I want to listen intrigued. to more of that. Yeah. I didn't hate it at all. I was. I, I feel like I'm in the mood for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I agree. If you want epic metal, just go for it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had anything really like that this year so um, yeah i'm down dude dude that's exactly what i've been looking for some epic ish <laughs> all right i got just one more i don't have a clip for it but stan i'm pretty sure you probably listen to this at least but we've talked a lot about edge of sanity's later shit okay uh crimson and uh what's the one before it paradox something no it's isn't p it's purgatory right. after yeah yeah that's what it is anyways though I, i've always liked those ones a lot but i i would admit, like, I I kind of would neglect some of the earlier ones. I, I remember listening to them, but not really, like... Oh, which one? <laughs> never really getting into it that much. But this past couple weeks or month or whatever, I've been really digging into Unorthodox. Okay. Okay. Have that's you like ever my, done that? That's my third favorite by them. Oh, I like okay. the Spectral Sours better. Okay. That's a little bit more just straight death metal. The Unorthodox is pretty cool, though. It's so different. Well, I mean, it's, for lack of a better word, it's so like unorthodox. Like yeah. it's, it's a weird fucking album. Oh, but dude, I, it's fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
know, man. I just I know what you're saying, and it's not like it's their most. It's not the most progressive. It's not the most thought out like Crimson is, and you know, Crimson's the top of the line for me for sure. But this one just has such a cool mix of fucking brutal death metal, or you know, you know, hard hitting death metal. But then they throw in like little bits of gothic shit, like on that first full track, that Enigma track. Oh, the singing. I mean, I can sing that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Swano. I mean, the dude is this dude is so beautiful. Like, yeah, just. And he's just, I don't know, I just, I, sometimes I forget how good he is, his vocals, just the yeah. cleans, the heavy shit, and it's just like, man, that guy is just, there's a reason why that guy's so fucking respected, and I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, I'm gonna do that next, I'll probably do Spectral Sorrows next, I just haven't been able to see, get off this one lately. See, okay, so, like, my thing with Unorthodox, every time I listen to it, I'm like, god damn, this is so fucking good. But it's like not my go-to. I always go to the Spectral Sour Sours. I think it's because okay. I listened to that one first. I got into that one first. Like you know, yeah. Crimson's still my number one. This one I'm probably my number one CD ever. But you know, <laughs> yeah. But Spectral I don't know thought, I don't know. after this one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ninety three. Yeah. See, that's what I'm definitely. I, I really was like, ah, I got to put that one on to compare it next. You said it's okay, so it's more. Oh, I know. I definitely have listened to this one before, but yeah, I think it's more like death metal. I don't know. It's been a while since I actually listened to those two CDs. Probably been a year, so I'm gonna go back and probably listen to them tomorrow. But yeah, it's yeah. just like it's not as weird as it were mm-hmm. Orthodox. I that's what I liked about it, though. You put it on, you don't really know what you're gonna get. You get those, you get melodic stuff, you get a little bit of gothic, you get yeah. really heavy parts. You know, the last track is basically death doom when all is said. I don't know. I I really like. It. I mean, there's some filler, a little bit. It's not a ten out of ten, but it's a good fucking album. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for fourteen songs, like it's long, but Dude, it's even totally the, worth it. The fucking production, like, <laughs> oh yeah, well, of course. Obviously. We're talking ninety two. I mean, shit wasn't that good, but like Donald Swano was on his shit, <laughs> even back then. Dude, speaking of Swano, I fucking put on the Witherscape album, the Northern Sanctuary, the other day, just for yeah. shits and. I mean, I was in a melodic mood, and I don't know why it came on, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And yeah, yeah. exactly what you're saying, dude. It's fucking, it's Dan. It's re- like, I yeah. mean, the dude can sing. It's stupid. It's ridiculous what he does with his, you know, progressions and his melodic transitions in and out of his ballads and shit. It's just beautiful music. So, yeah, he's a god. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Way, he really he's a is. god but he's still underrated like <laughs> you know if that makes any sense <laughs> for sure <laughs> all right i think it's at that time let's get august on bring the do bring the do master yeah, out let's, let's get the round of applause going for august everybody
<laughs> yes, that was great, guys. <laughs> so what are you saying there, Stan? August? <laughs> okay. Right, that's what I thought. I, I, I just wanted confirmation, dude. That's it. I thought you were saying that, but I wanted confirmation. Maybe like one of these days you could do a little something extra for our listener and fucking... Get some creative lyrics. <laughs> Extra? <laughs> I that they would do that on a on my half day when I was sick. <laughs> I don't know how much more I can put into this, guys. <laughs> Bravo, Stan. That was awesome. Thank you. What did you? What did you do? Just like slowly put your vocals in and then <laughs> fade it up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it like came out of nowhere. It was like this yeah, gurgling yeah. fucking. <laughs> Dude, it kind of sounded like Chris Barnes on a Doom track. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm flattered. I mean, maybe later day, Chris Barnes. That's a compliment. But... <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I thought the vo- vocals were shit. I, I made the music like one, like one afternoon. I was like, this is fucking tight. And then <laughs> I was just like dreading doing the vocals. I was gonna call Shoddy up. Be like, can you, you want to do this one? Dude, I would have been honored. What the fuck, man? <laughs> All right. So why is August with us today? Why Again. is August on there? Yeah, why the fuck is August? <laughs> I don't know. August, why are you here? Well, How'd you get this fucking call? 20, 2019 is the 10 year anniversary of Crack the Sky. That's right. Mastodon, 2009. Oh, that's Epic how you album. Got on here. <laughs> yep. I know you're you're big on Mastodon. What was the oh, first yeah. one? It wasn't this album, was it? <clears throat> no, it wasn't. Uh, Blood Mountain was the one that, like, well, I heard bits and pieces from the first two before, but when I heard Blood Mountain all the way through, I was like, holy shit! You know, yeah. this is this is awesome. This is this is the band right now, and I've just been glued to them ever since. What about Stan? What about you? Um, I want to say this was the first one, but I might have heard Leviathan maybe like once before this. Yeah. But I, this is the this is the first one I got into Mastodon. Yeah. You know, into them. I know. I remember like 
listening to their older shit and being like, it's cool, but it never really pulled me in. And then I remember being so pumped that I liked this one because I always wanted to like Mastodon because everybody's always raving about them. And yeah, I was like, okay, now I'm in. And then I was able to go back and shit. And now it's like, I don't know, man. They might be one of my favorite bands now. Before we were doing this, I've been blasting that discography just full through. And like, I don't know. They they moved up there pretty high for me. Yeah, uh, they're they're not they're not accessible. And I think it's just kind of odd because they've had main you know a lot of mainstream success. Mm-hmm. Um, but because uh, well, I was I. I and then they give you a song or two that's accessible, I feel like, yeah. on each album. So, mm-hmm. And that's what, yeah, peppers it in there. But I agree with you. Uh, people will listen to those songs and be like, oh, shit, fuck yeah. And then they'll listen to the rest of the album and they'll be like, what the hell did I just listen to? Because they're not, you're exactly right. It's not, yeah. I'll, I'll be what? honest with you guys. I'm still like... I gotta be in the right mood to listen to them. Sometimes I hate this band, you know, but <laughs> I, I I respect the hell out of them, and they're I I realize how awesome are they are, but I gotta be in the right mood for this shit. <laughs> is is this your favorite of theirs, Dan, or no? Um, yeah, but I really did like Emperor Sand. That really grew on me. Mm, so, okay. but it's so different. But they, this is the only this is the one solid one I always liked. You know, that's what I thought you said before. I know you were never the biggest fan, but that's no. why I was curious what you would think like going back to it. The other ones, I gotta be in the right mood for each one. Like, but this one's this one's a solid. Always like it. Is it? Uh, what about you, August? Which your, which one's your favorite? Uh, Blood Mountain's my favorite. Uh, okay. Um, it's it's I like the aggression in, in Blood Mountain and the story. I like better, uh, but this one's I'm definitely my second. Yeah, mm-hmm. Shotty. I don't know. I mean. Correct, this guy was the first one that I fell in love with. I mean, I've tried to go back and listen to Blood Mountain. It, it, don't get me wrong, it's good, but it just doesn't hold, I guess, the same note that Correct, this guy has. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I just, there's something, there's parts of other albums that I love a lot, but I feel like as a whole, yeah, I can't, I can't disagree. Correct, this guy is, for me, their best album. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's just, a lot it's of so hard because yeah. it's, it's on. I mean, I'm scrolling through the discography right now, and it's like it's just fucked because <laughs> there's so many songs that I love off of every single album. But as a whole, yeah, Correct the Sky is like a masterpiece from start to finish. Right. Yeah, that's what that's what it is for me too. Like I, I just think it's their best. It's it's my favorite. But I mean, that's not to say like if I'm in the mood for something like August said, it's something that's a little more aggressive or whatever. Like. That's that old true. shit, you cannot go wrong with that either, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I, no, even you like the fuck, I was cutting the grass the other day. Like, I put on The Hunter. And I mean, that one's just so much more accessible and, you know, less aggressive. But it's still, like, I really love that album. Like, In the Right Mood, like something like that, Nice Day, put on something more fun, you know? So, but yeah, overall, like, the fucking Crack the Sky. Like, I was trying to figure, like, what is it that you guys think that's like, why is it their fucking masterpiece? Like, what's so good about it? Um, I mean, I can't, I'm not a musician, so I can't really speak to the you know, musicianship on it, but it's, it stands out, I think, because it's their best vocal performance to me anyway. And, uh, the story is, is real epic as well. The whole concept with the, uh, you know, the quadriplegic, you know, astral travel, Russian czars and revolution and Rasputin, that whole thing. Yeah. And, uh, the, the weight of, of the songs, you know, he, one of the songs is, has a lot of allusions to, uh, Braun's sister who committed suicide at like 14. Um, right. The one that Scott Kelly sings on uh, the title track, Crack the Sky. Um, that's what makes it stand out to me is just, just 
the weight of they poured a lot of emotion into this one and you know as the previous ones they didn't really do that whole like at, at this level anyway yeah you know, no i agree like you, you can definitely uh, tell the emotion behind this mm-hmm. whole album yeah like you were saying on fucking crack the sky like and i think that's probably my favorite track on here and i, I Part of it's got to be because of, like you said, that Scott Kelly from Neurosis. Mm-hmm. That part yeah. in there, dude, I forget what he what he says at that part when it's like him like trading off with Bron, you know? It's just like, I don't know. You can't really beat that for me. It just yeah, fucking it, burly, you know, just mm-hmm. passionate vocals. like he's just got such a good voice too yeah i don't know dude like you said it's it feels like it's the first i mean it's definitely their first album where they got that much <laughs> like sincerity emotion you know all that passion like front and center mm-hmm. yeah they you know that was kind of bronze way of you know making a song for his sister and then brent got fucked up i don't know if you heard about that but he got into a fight with uh somebody after some award show and put him in the hospital. He had like a brain bleed and long recovery. He was <laughs> having like vertigo and headaches and shit for like, I don't know, like several months afterwards. It was a pretty brutal recovery. I mean, I think it was near fatal, really. I don't know. Um, if I, I feel like I remember that maybe, but. Yeah, he got in some drunken brawl and just got the fuck beat out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like part of the album too then or? Well, yeah, that was, you know. You know, you play guitar for a living, you have something traumatic happen. Yeah. You know, the first thing you're going to do is pick up your instrument and put it all in there, you know? Yeah. So. See, the thing about this one for me that, like, you have all those fucking awesome Mastodon albums. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one, it's the one that, like, I don't know, it just stands out. Like, it's the one that's like a full, it's it's like a true, like, full album listen. Like, it's cohesive yeah. front to back. I mean, any song mm-hmm. you put on. Even if it came on shuffle on your iPod, you'd be like, oh, that's from Crack the Sky, even if you heard a second of it. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's parts like I'm on uh, Blood Mountain. I forget that fucking song. Um, uh, maybe Sleeping Giant, you know, uh, get some of that psychedelic shit going on. But, mm-hmm. you know, but this is but this is the first time where they like they kept that theme. They kept that yeah. vibe like front to back. And like that's what to me, it just elevates it to being like such a high level because anyone, not anyone. You know, you can make a great fucking album just of a collection of songs and all that, you know, 
like the hunter and a lot of the shit mm-hmm. they've done in the past or whatever but to make a, a song an album like this where it's like front to back everything is like intertwined you know yeah. and it's and it's just and it's so fucking good it's like almost like a timeless album like i feel like in another 10 years or whatever you know you're you're, you're ranking top metal albums like this is going to be on a lot of lists a long time from now mm-hmm. yeah absolutely Dude, I guess the only thing that pisses me off about this album is that The Last Baron is the last song on the <laughs> album. Because it's... Dude, I guess... So the reason why I love that song so much is just because of the fucking... Well, first of all, I mean, it's 13 minutes, so you're going to get like a wide range of shit. So I understand that. That's whatever. We can throw that out. But the way that fucking Mastodon does it, it's like if the... I don't know. The song first starts out and you're like, ah, oh, whatever. It's a little... Yeah, it's Mastodon, but then all of a sudden, it's around like the four minute mark. I don't, I don't know what's going on with like the, the vocal pattern that um, what's his name um, uh, uh, Brent tr- is doing. Okay, but um, he almost sounds robotic in a sense where I think it's the 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 lyric pattern is like all that I have seen, and he's like doing this like raspy oh, yeah. shit with his voice, and the whole background is just a dude. It's just fucking great ass music, but mm-hmm. it's just I guess so weird. I guess not weird isn't the right. It's so harmonious at that moment, and then you have to stop and be like, wait a minute, I'm listening to a Mastodon album, and then it just changes two seconds later and goes back to that chaos that you're used to before it mellows out again.
I don't know, man. It's just the whole, like you guys have been saying. I mean, I like Mastodon. I love Mastodon. I respect them as musicians. But like as a whole, like if I was telling somebody like, oh, dude, I, I you know, I've seen Mastodon, like this name band, Mastodon. Who should I, what, what album should I listen to? Easily crack the sky. Like it wouldn't, oh, yeah. no hesitation, just right away crack the sky. And then I would tell them to listen to it in reverse. So I would tell him to listen really? to it back. Yeah, backwards. Why the fuck not? Mm. Why not? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I'd fuck that. with them. I'd be like, let's do it backwards, dude. It'll work out. So yeah, but I was gonna say like the that's the last Baron, dude. I love how it ends. I feel like it ends so perfect because oh, it's know. fucking the solo mm-hmm. in there, and it's just like yeah, yeah, a bit closer like that. I mean, you're right. I guess I wouldn't tell him to listen to it backwards because that ruins literally the whole experience <laughs> of listening to this album. But yeah, honestly. It's it's just it's kind of one of those like um if you had to take like you know a bunch of albums with you on an island somewhere and you could only take like one from or if you could only take like 20 or 30 this would probably you know make it into my at least top 20 just because it has that variety and it has that listenability where like like i guess like stan said you kind of have to be in the right mood but when you are in the right mood for it it always fucking hits the spot yeah so yeah. this one yep. can push yeah. this one can push through any mood though for sure you know yeah, that's this, true that's true the other stuff you really got to be uh, at least for me i got to it's got to be the right timing but this one i mean put it on i'm not going to turn it off mm-hmm. and i'm going to get into it and i think it was just you know, it came along in my life at a perfect time. Like, you know, it was like when I was more into progressive metal, you know, Colors and Opeth, Watershed, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. I was listening to that a lot. And then this came by and it was just like the perfect timing. So this is like to me, like one of my favorite like progressive metal albums out there. But it's also like a nice. Uh, I like what you shot. You said you like it, take it on an island because it is like a nice it's a nice album to bring because it's like. It's a break. It's a break from all their stuff, and it's just nice to sit down and listen to this, and makes you feel good. And I don't know, you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a true listen. Like, mm-hmm. you want to sit and listen to it. You don't just want to have it on when you're, you know, doing other shit. Like, it's something you want to sit back, you know, put your headphones on, and you know, really get into it. I mean, you can do other stuff, just not concentrating, like mindless shit. It works so good with because yeah, it just like puts you in that. Yeah, like <laughs> I guess, but yeah, yeah. No, I agree with August though, man. Like you put this is something you can just I, put no, on, I, yeah. sit there, and like it's almost like a fucking Pink Floyd album or something. Like You're exactly for that generation, right. yeah. this is like I Fuck think that yes. you know what I mean. Yup, I completely agree with you because it's almost like when you're not engaged in listening to it. A part passes you by. Uh, so it'll happen to me all the time. Like, I guess leading up to this, I knew that I was trying to listen to it a lot. So I'm fucking playing it in the car. But sometimes you zone out in the middle of traffic. And when you're not listening to, you know, what you're listening to, because you're fucking paying attention to the road. And then I go, holy shit, I missed my, you know, the, that part of the song <laughs> that I wanted to listen to. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking rewinding it left and right because, yeah. it. Ha- and then I was like, this isn't working. And I just had to put it on something else because I completely agree. It, it, you have, I want to listen to it. I don't want to just have it on. Yeah. So. yeah and s- speaking of parts, like, you know, I always have to rewind and go back to is, is in Divinations when Brent's doing the those solos and he's doing like his you know, imitation of like a Dick Dale surfer rock. Like the finger picking, like yeah, just, it, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's pretty badass. I, I love that part.
I remember reading about this album, and like half of the solos on it, like he just fucking improvises. Yeah. I don't know if he yeah. does it all the time. I just remember at the time, like reading something about that and he'll just like hit, okay, record it. Let's do it. And then he just like plays whatever he feels. I mean, that guy is a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. The shit that comes out Dude. of you, like sit there and listen to the solos on this album and just think that he just like, that just came out of him. But that's yeah. got to yeah. be what makes it so good. Dude, I'm not taking anything away from your statement, but the whole fucking album, every musician, like the drums are fucking <laughs> so amazing. And then like the fucking rhythm guitar, those riffs are just like, I think this is the only like Mastodon I want to learn. You know, the other stuff, I just like listening to it. You know, this is like, I want to learn these riffs and I want to learn these like parts of these songs. And it's just... That's a know. really well, good point. Like, like, is there any other band that has that much talent in one fucking band? No, I don't think so. I mean, you it's got hard. Hard. dude. It, you got hard three find. singers that can sing like that. Like, yeah. that's yeah. fucked. Mm-hmm. One of the best and drummers. Live, they can pull it off too. I mean, it's just not just studio magic. Like, you know, when they're playing yeah, live, they can do it. I don't know where Brand falls on like a drummer's list, but I mean, if he's not on a lot of these, he, like, you know, dude, he's yeah, underrated because yeah, he, he's like seriously so damn good. Dude, yeah, he's. I mean, I I often forget about him when I'm thinking of drummers because he's oh, not yeah. the most technical. But the fact that he can sing the way that he can easily puts him, you know, on the same shelf as a Blake Richardson. Because you, I mean, what the? F- I mean, he's not just doing backup shit. He's doing fucking full on lead vocals, and he's not playing horse shit on the drums either. Half the time he's yeah. playing progressive mm-hmm. patterns that are either not the quietest or not the easiest to try and do so yeah i mean he's somebody that i i mean that's honestly one of the main reasons why i I forced myself to listen to them i was like holy shit they have a drummer that sings and he sings this well and then he plays drums that well he's not like fucking playing some two four shit in the background so Mm -hmm. yeah they're i mean i can't disagree and it's their it's the first time he sang on an album Oh, yeah. this was the first time he sang on yeah. an album? Which is crazy, because he's so mm-hmm. damn good. Oh, like, wow. Did, did he just, like, fuck around one day? They're like, oh, shit, wait, what the fuck we've been doing? Like, <laughs> who's, you know. Who's this guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where'd he come from? <laughs> I just, I wonder if, like, the uh, Bill, the other guitarist, if he ever just gets depressed, like, <laughs> he's the only one who can't yeah. fucking sing. <laughs> or maybe next album, like, they'll, oh, all of a sudden, he's got this awesome fucking voice, too. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think my favorites are the back half. I like when they go full prog, but mm-hmm. you can't deny the open oblivion, you know? Yeah, it just, it it's slower, just sets that tone so well. Yeah. And then it just, the next two songs just kind of rip through, and then you get that, that nice long song with the czar. Fuck yeah. So. Yeah, I, I think it's my favorite. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, the fucking riffs. They're <laughs> I was too gonna good. say when it launches in <laughs> like midway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
But I also like like Oblivion, like uh, just the first, like the chorus, like the you know the main part, like it's just, you sing it over and over in your head all day long, and like yeah, uh, there's so much good things about this album. Not <laughs> yeah, enough time. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, appreciate it again. No problem at all. It's been a pleasure. Always fun. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. it is, sir. It is always a pleasure think, to have I you on here with us. I think you have the record probably now. Most he's times to. on. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he's got to. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I think this is four. Oh wow! Say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, you you probably did more casts than I have. Yeah, anytime anybody wants to talk about Macedon, I'm I'm down. And definitely <laughs> sign up on Patreon and get in the Facebook group. Hell yeah! It is it's great. Young James sends nudes all the time, <laughs> and you know what's not to like? What's not to like about that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> oh, you heard it from the right from straight from the mouth, man. Yeah. The listeners. So it's worth every penny. <laughs> Absolutely. Worth yep. missing a dinner once a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right, man. Yep, well, just, thanks a lot, dude. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. All right. So the last part of it was that request on, or not request, the Patreon thing, the uh, the covers. Yeah. Did you do this part, Shot, or no? I didn't. What part? Like the, <laughs> I was wondering, I don't know if you've seen it in the text or not, but well, here, okay. All right. So on our uh, exclusive Facebook, Patreon, Backstage, Lounge, VIP, all access group that you guys should all be a part of if you're not, we got a uh, question from old man Dave on there. He said, if you could pick any band oh, i remember this shit yeah let's go yeah okay good <laughs> keep telling the listeners though because they need to know yeah. if you could they pick need to know any keep going to cover any album what would you pick so you get to pick a band to cover any album you want which i thought was a pretty good fucking question i just i don't i know i posted it, but like how the fuck do you guys think of this shit like i mean yeah it's good but let's like it's so out there like you know it's awesome know. <laughs> but is it any that's the reason why I like kind of didn't know where to go with my thought process. Is it any other metal album or is it any album in general? Anything. Anything. I mean, he didn't specify, so. Okay. All right. Well, that's what, yeah, that's where my head, that's where my head was going with that. Yeah. So. Yeah. So this was actually, I got three that I thought of like right away. Let's hear them. Okay. So I would have Insomnium cover Crimson. Ooh, because I want Ooh, I, I want to see what I want to see what because you know the whole Winter's Gate thing, but then I like want to one. I want to see long what, song. Yes, you know the you know the similarities, but I want to see them because they're very progressive too. I want to see them, like what they would do with the atmosphere of that album, and uh, you know it it's fucked up to like cover a masterpiece, you know, and actually all yeah. mine are masterpieces being covered but i want to see what someone else would do with it yeah it makes it makes sense for sure it'd be hard to top it that's the only problem oh, with some I, of this stuff, I, you, you know? have to go in with an open mind on all mine and you know when i thought about it i was like because i know sometimes exactly like a masterpiece is a masterpiece you don't really want to hear it any other way but i even thought about it like one step further like what if you were somewhere live and you saw a band do it like to cover it full through. Mine actually next one's only live. <laughs> okay, yeah. I have okay, I have one of those two. So, okay, let's hear it. Oh, you want me to go? <laughs> or we can all switch back yeah. and forth, I guess. Go ahead. Okay. So I thought of Full of Hell 
doing cryptopsy non so vile. Hmm. That's a good one. And it's kind of like what you were saying. Like both band I mean, Full of Hell obviously is fucking nuts. That album is fucking nuts. But I feel like Full of Hell are so experimental in like they're gonna do their own thing with it. Yes. And Dylan, like, okay, Lord Worm on that Cryptopsy album is just one of the most insane vocal performances ever. And Dylan is probably one of the most insane and best vocalists out there. So I don't know. I just feel like whatever they would, in in my head, I'm the producer like for all these. Yeah, exactly. I can tell the band like what to do. (laughs) So they're not going in there and just like doing it like, you know, whatever, some basic fucking cover. No, they're going to, I'm going to be like, you do your own thing. Just keep it somewhat similar. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it could be good. Shoddy. So I guess completely out of left field, um, I'm taking Cannibal Corpse and I'm having them do all of our Christmas and all of the holiday <laughs> songs that we're forced to fucking listen to every year and not and sing along that's to good. and not really want to. So yeah, there you go. So like, um, but that's the thing though, is it's not going to be like whenever, you, you know, when other people do it. They keep the fucking same tempo and they honor the traditions of the songs. (laughs) We'll not be doing that with Christopher. Or actually, I'm sorry. Not Christopher. With, uh, with, what's his name? With George. George. We will not be doing that with George. We're going to be going fucking CC style the entire time. So, (laughs) like, I mean, it's going to be like, you know. Um, like, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but going like fucking Cannibal Corpse speed with like, you know, the shotgun vocals and everything. Yeah. Yeah. We're not necessarily going to be brutal about anything. Maybe every one, once in a while, you know, he'll throw in some lyrics about like, you know, Rudolph ripping somebody's fucking, I don't know. <laughs> just I don't, yeah, straight. just, you know, just playing it, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically what I would love to hear because I'm sick and tired of hearing. no one's done that yet? Dude, I don't know. Like it pisses me off. Every year we always talk about it and it's always the same stupid shit. We hear Mariah Carey parade her dumbass around there and <laughs> sing the same song that she sung back when she was, you know, like, it's just, it's not good. And yet, like, there's a couple black metal versions that are okay, but, like, there's not a true, like, death metal version of, like, that song yeah. or, like, any of the other songs that, like, honor our traditions. So, yeah, it would just be nice. I mean, because, like, I don't know, then I'd, like, I st- I could get away with playing that shit in the car. Like, yeah, it's fucking Christmas. Like, yay. <laughs> yeah, November when the fucking wife starts playing it goddamn month I early. Know, man. At least you could enjoy it. Yeah, you're exactly right. I could I could get into the mood myself. So Could I produce it? I'll produce it. Yeah, I mean I've wanted to do it all my life. So Yeah. We should do okay. it. Stan, what else you got? Yeah, what okay. do you got? So this one is this is just live, cause so it just I wanna see I want to see Gate Creeper perform clandestine live. Dude, I can't believe you picked that. <laughs> Why? I didn't okay, I didn't pick clandestine, but <laughs> <laughs> I literally in my in my phone I wrote down Gate Creeper left hand performing bolt thrower. Oh, okay. But live. I said the same thing. How fucking weird is that? Yeah, no, because you have it's just I want to see what they would do with it like it would just be so intense like Yeah. You know. <laughs> Wait, so what why wouldn't you want it on an album? Just cause I feel like okay, so their their sound is entombed like to the T, yeah, you know. Okay. So it's not gonna yes. be that much different. Yeah. But Gate Creeper but- Live is gonna be different, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's li- that you're freaking me out. <laughs> <laughs> you're some, freaking me out. Some hacking and shit going on here. <laughs> I mean, mine was similar. I mean, it's a little different because it's not HM two HM two. Yeah, yeah. 
sound wise, but like I, I figured, I mean, I, if I want to hear bolt thrower, I want to hear bolt thrower and gate creepers. Like they already have some bolt thrower in their sound. Yeah. I just thought like, it'd be so fucking fun. I mean, we can't, we don't have bolt thrower anymore. So ba- gate creeper, I just feel like they would nail it live. Like it would just be so much fun to see them. I mean, that last EP they put out, like they got some bolt, like that war has begun and all that, mm-hmm. like pretty strong bolt thrower influences. So I was just like, yeah, man, fucking hell alive. That'd be awesome. So, I mean, I would take a cover on one of the albums that they oh, threw yeah, a bolt yeah. thrower cover on there, but yeah, I don't know which album. I mean, I guess fourth crusade or something like that, but yeah, you gotta pick the album. Why'd you pick clandestine? Just whatever. Um, favorite and doom? just cause I, I think it would be the most interesting out of, you know, compared to like them just playing left hand, it might just sound more like left hand, you know. I I think clandestine would they could make it they can make it different that one cuz it's more of a technical album and it's more, you know, they could almost like you know, do that gate creeper thing where they just like kind of simplify it but just make it so good, you know. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Shoddy. Got any more? I don't know, man. I didn't really. I couldn't really think of too many. Like, like you guys are coming up with some really, really, really good ones. I, I mean, I couldn't. I didn't oh, I have get that. it. It's a fucked up question. I'm surprised yeah, I got three right off the bat. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a very <laughs> fucked up question. So, I mean, I was along your line of thinking, Shoddy, but I, I was like, well, fuck. We already have, goddamn, how many twenty graveyard classics from Six Feet Under? We don't. <laughs> we got all we need already. It's true. You're exactly right. We have everything that we need from him. But so. I was thinking, like, what else would I want fucking Six Feet Under to do? And maybe Celine Dion, like one of her hits. <laughs> Oh my god, dude, Celine yeah, Dion, good. that dumb bitch. <laughs> that be, could be good. That uh, could be good. You're right, it could be really good. A more real one that I thought of was uh, Nails doing Rain and Blood by Slayer. Just because both of them are like, what, 20-something minutes? They're like, you know, what's an, uh, you'll never be one of us, 20-something minutes, mm-hmm. fucking Rain and Blood, same kind of thing. But more so just, I mean, there's not many bands you want to hear cover Rain and Blood. That's fucking classic. Yeah. But somehow nails with that production sound and that extra speed. I mean, that fucking album would probably be 15 minutes after they did it. And just putting their spin on it. I don't know. I feel like that could be pretty cool. It yeah, would be. I mean, I yeah. agree. I, I guess I, 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 would, I would love to hear I can it. See I'd it. love to hear anybody else do it, I guess, just to see how it would sound. Yeah. Again, they got to do the, their own spin. You know, you don't want them to well, sound course, like yeah. Samurai. No, of course. Yeah. Just go fucking balls to the wall with it. I think it'd be cool. <laughs> Okay. Stan, what else do you have? My last one. Okay, so you guys got to have a really open mind with this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'd like to see Children of Bodom. Okay, this is more... I'd Dude, like. They already have 100. I know. <laughs> this, is, this is why you got to be open, though. Okay, so I would like to see Children of Bodom, but I'm thinking, like, it'd be cool to see them, like, their earlier days. Okay. Maybe, like, Tate Breeder, Follow the Reaper days. Cover, so you got to do some producing, too. Yeah, cover at the heart of winter. Children Dang. of Bodom? Yes. <sighs> Holy hmm. shit. I, it, you gotta have an open mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay, so... Why, why do you want this? I just... Why? Just, uh, why? <laughs> why do you want this? Because <laughs> um, I feel like they could take, like, that... that Like, those fucking riffs and those fucking, like, just the... So, Alexi, his earlier days, he's pretty black metal, like, vocally. Okay. So yeah. I know it's not like Abbott, but you know, but then them taking those riffs, he would just fucking. I think the whole musically would be just killed, and then the keyboards and the leads, they might be able to add something to it that's not there. I don't know. It's hmm. an open mind. 
I'm trying. I, I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get yeah, there. Yeah, I get if you don't get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it if you don't get it. <laughs> I'm gonna say this. I don't want to hear that shit on an album. No. But if they came out and started playing it live, I mean, yeah, that'd okay. be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could do that. Maybe it is more fitted for a live. I think they could do it good though. Maybe. And I just don't. I don't know. I I'm hoping maybe Alexi secretly listens to us and maybe he just he sparks some interest and maybe we'll get something out of him. I don't know. I mean, I'll say this: they have that connection of the heavy metal riffs. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. There's a lot of way. elements that they share, even though they're so different. Yeah. You know. Okay. Um. I don't know. I had some other ones that weren't really that thought out, but I was like, I want to hear Meshuga doing something else, like. You know, their style, I feel like you could take any album and it, it's automatically going to be way different if they do it, obviously. So I was thinking like something groovy. So maybe something like Pantera or like Sepultura, like KSAD maybe, and like put their spin on it with their like polyrhythms and shit. I think Sepultura maybe would be my pick. Okay. Do you think it would work? Yeah. I mean, I guess I'd like them... I'd like to hear them play more of the Pantera shit, but okay. I think it would work though, because you're exactly right, dude. They're like so unique in their sound that they would. I mean, it would still be Masuga, but you would definitely know who they were, you know, covering. Yeah, like you go on YouTube, you see those fucking gent covers of every fucking pop song, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's so easy to do because it's mm-hmm. polyrhythms on anything. It's kind of you know whatever. But I don't, I'd rather see something like this, like Masuga doing it with. I feel like it's got to be something groovy, though, right? Like, you can't have them do fucking... No, you're right. I don't know. Thrash metal or something. I guess, you. I guess. well, they started off like that. But whatever. That, that's what I... I think it'd be cool. Um, Is this open so to people shiny, who are right? alive or, or dead? Whatever you fuck you want, I guess. <laughs> you're the mastermind behind it. You're the artist, the creator. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I don't... It's too beautiful of a question. I don't, we need to, like, visit it once a year <laughs> or something. Because, I mean, you could honestly endlessly talk about... Oh, give me like some time. This. I could think of more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I it's a fun one. I, really, I only. It was that? a fun question to think about. I know. There were some good questions. Some people put some good fucking answers. In yeah, there was post too. Um, let me see here. We should highlight them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. A couple of the good ones. I like Michael thought he had some like cool ones, like Two Mold doing Demolition. Yeah. I mean, it's similar, so I don't know. How, it wouldn't be very different, but it, it, obviously it works. I like this one though. Power Trip doing Metallica's Injustice for All. That would fucking rip. Inter Arma doing Mayhem. Day Mysterious. I also thought that'd be sweet. I mean, fucking Dave, his thing, he had, I remember he had Cynic uh, by Between the Barrier to that Me. That was like, Cynic, yeah. Cynic's focus. That was a good one. Yeah. Those were the ones I, that were I highlighted. But yeah, I don't know. Fun question. You could do a million of them, you know, if you really thought about it. Yeah. All right. Um, does that do it for this one? I think so. I don't know if we have anything else that we need to discuss with them. No, we, we discussed we enough. Do, I think we do. <laughs> but if we do, they know where to find us. They yeah. can hit us up on the Facebook. They can hit us up. Well, they should be in the Patreon. If they're not, then they're going to join that right now, and then they can hit us up there as well. So um, yeah. they should have our phone numbers. Um, I think they <laughs> oh, have I don't give numbers. that shit out, no. no. So I do not like talking on the phone. <laughs> that, so you guys didn't give your phone numbers out then? That was just me? Yeah. No, dude. Fucking A. Now you. i got to change this shit. It's been blowing up. Oh, dude, all those nude pics are young James then. I just get random number and just body parts. I don't know who the fuck it is, though. So, all right. Well, I guess I'll keep it for a little bit. But anyway, I'm Shoddy. I am uh, Father Jay. I'm staying the man. You guys stay metal. Where are the seasons?
doing? It's going good. It's going good. So, um, you know, I was reading a little bit about you just the other day since I, I wasn't too familiar before really this, this Baroness album. And uh, so I kind of know a little bit about like how you got in the band and everything, but I didn't know, like, were you, were you a fan of Baroness? Like before John was like, let's jam together and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was a hu- huge fan. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah. I found out about them around like the time yellow and green came out. And then I kind of just backtracked from there, got red and blue and all that. Was really, really excited when purple came out, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, I was really looking forward to that. And yeah, Jen, John and I met, I guess a year or so after purple would come out so yeah 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 totally crazy were you like what kind of stuff were you listening like were you already a pretty big metal fan or what kind of stuff did you like before all that yeah i mean um primarily i just listened to metal and punk and i played a bunch of metal bands and um my older brother and i just are constantly like geeking out on finding out new bands and like showing them to each other okay we were like big fans of like kylesa and mastodon and like uh, you know, he, he was like, I found this band Baroness. This is when yellow and green came out. He said, you have to check it out. Like you're going to flip out. And, uh, he played me the green theme. We were like driving around in his truck and he put green theme on and we were just like in silence listening to that. Like, Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this band is so intense. Right. And, like dramatic. <laughs> right. Right. That's awesome. Um, so, so, cause you were yeah. doing the whole Cirque du Soleil thing and everything. And that like, was that done when John was like, you want to come in the band? No, it was like, uh, it's like a theater show that I uh, started doing like before the show opened. So me and everyone who's a part of the cast and crew like created the show together and then built it in the theater that it still currently like resides in. It just is like a mammoth production. Like I used to do 484 shows a year with them. Okay. So I did that for almost five years. Um, I guess a little closer to four years, but yeah, I mean, after doing that for so long, it's just like, oh my God, I have to do something else. Right. Like, so that show, is, yeah, it's still like running. And um, so I, I just kind of left that, like I, I wanted to move on and do something else because I just felt like really stagnant. Circus Blades like a really cool company. Like they're rad. They're great to work for, but just as an artist and a musician, I was like, I feel like I'm, really really stagnant like not pushing myself and i was ready to leave because i really missed touring i missed being in a band i missed like having like that camaraderie with your bandmates and like going on tour and yeah. creating music and uh and that was right around the time that i met john so right i was ready to move on and yeah it was just really really good timing I yeah guess. so you, it kind of just was out. there any like hesitation or were you just like hell yeah this is what i want to do no, I was like, hell yeah. I mean, I, initially, like, John and I, for a while, it, there was no mention or thought of Baroness. He was just like, man, it'd be really cool if you still lived closer to Philly because maybe I could do a side project. We could, like, jam. And I was like, cool, I'll quit just, just for that. Just to be like, I just want to jam and, like, have, you know, buddies to play music with. And, you know, I was already such a big fan of John's. I was like, wow, how cool is that just to play guitar with this guy and, you know, build a friendship and, and all that. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so then, because once he asked you to come in the band and then go on tour and all that, like, did you, I'm sure you had to learn a lot of songs for that, but, like, when you guys started to write, did you have, did you go back and, like, kind of study the old stuff, or did you just kind of come in with, you know, let's let's just see what happens? It was more like, let's just see what happens, because 
yeah, I learned all the old, all the like back catalog. And that kind of put me in the mind frame of like, you know, the types of things that Baroness does compositionally and like guitar wise, because it's very much like a dual guitar mm-hmm. band. So it was cool, like learning Pete's parts, learning John's parts. Because initially I was like, I'm not really sure who's doing what. So I'd kind of just try to learn both parts and that just kind of like opened my head up to like how this band functions like guitar wise. Yeah. Um, and I think initially I wanted to backtrack and like go back to like the EPs and all of that. And when we started writing, but it occurred to me throughout like pretty early on in like the writing process that like they were ready for something new mm. because they had already done like Isaac and they had already done stuff like blue and like that type of guitar playing and, it just occurred to me that like this band's ready to depart from that and like really push themselves in a new direction. So it was kind of liberating in a way because it's like, well, it's just a clean slate. We'll just see what happens, you know? Yeah. Instead of trying to like fit into whatever they were doing before that. Exactly. And it's cool for me too, as a musician, because it's like, I don't have to change my voice to fit something else. I can just bring my voice into this. And it's cool that a band that's been around for so long was like open to that, like not only open to it, but like encouraging, like embracing that, you know? Yeah. Right. So when you guys started writing and everything, like I, I know I read there, like John had said, like, you you know, there was just a lot of, it was a very passionate writing session and a lot of strong opinions and that sort of thing. So like, how was that coming into that? If you, if there's a lot of strong opinions and really, I'm sure a lot of talent and everything like that, like how did you handle that being like a newcomer to the band? Were you like, I'm going to take a back seat or were you like, I'm I putting your ideas out there? It's funny. Cause like there were a lot of like, like you said, like strong opinions. Um, like everyone was very passionate about like writing this album, but like nobody was like, it never was to a point where it was like, Oh, I feel like I can't say anything. Like, because everyone is really open-minded and was like very respectful of one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like the best of, of both worlds where it's like, we're having these passionate discussions, but everyone is, uh, has the same like common goal. We just want to make the decision that's best for the song, not form fit something to fit Baroness or fit what we think we're supposed to be sounding like or whatever. We're just like, here's the idea for the song. Now we have to make all the rest of the decisions to suit what's going to be best for this song. And that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. That's cool. Cause it seems like that's what can make or break a lot of bands, you know, when it's like whether or not the people in the band can take that, you know, as long as it's constructive criticism and not like, man, I hate your part right there. Like, you know, so it's, it sounds right. <laughs> like that's more of what it was. Was that constructive criticism? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And not even criticism, but just like, yeah, we could speak openly with one another about like, our parts and like the song as a whole and yeah that's cool that's cool because it's just like i don't know for me if i was you and i was coming into a band like that that's already established i don't know it would just be so hard for me to like push an idea or or just whatever even just it'd be hard i would want to take a back seat to like whatever was going on so that's cool that you didn't have to do that for sure i think it was intimidating because there are things that as a guitar player and like like a metal fan that like things i like am naturally like drawn to uh as far as like things are like writing and playing and that didn't always have a place in these specific songs Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like the big flashy solos or like certain types of riffs like that was you know a lot of times like not what suited these songs and so i had to kind of evolve the way i was looking at composing and like the way i was looking at figuring out like 
guitar parts and, and just the way I was playing in general. Yeah. So that was pretty intimidating. Um, Did, what was, but, the, uh, like, what was the time, like, is there anything on the song and, and the album or like a part where like, I don't know, either you pushed for it and it like, you know, you guys were kind of like all going back and forth on a certain part and like maybe you got shot down, but it turned out better or even vice versa. You were like, this really works. And that ended up making it on the album. Um, man, there's like, there's so much of that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I remember like in already gone, we were like all writing the chorus and like, there was like a specific chord change. It was like a really minute detail. I remember like there was one specific chord change we were doing that I really, really loved. And Nick suggested something else that was more effective for the song, but like I didn't like initially like love as much. I just I remember that discussion where I was just like, <laughs> okay, like I like, didn't like it as much, but I feel like he's right, you know. And I just like it's like it was like a lot of that kind of thing where it's just like I'm just gonna like you know you just let go of your thing because that's what suiting the song and like now i'm like oh, i'm so happy we did that like i love this you know yeah right that's cool like so were you guys just kind of like you would just try whatever and then then you would see what worked yeah kind of it was a lot of uh composing like in the studio and just like you know we, we went into the studio with like a lot of ideas a lot of specific parts that we were committed to and then once we got to tarbox studio up in new york we were just kind of like all right let's go fucking wild like you know <laughs> yeah. we had a lot of uh, time and no distractions, a lot of gear at our disposal and like, let's just fucking go ham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like one of the things that I liked about it, I've also heard people criticize it, I guess, but the, like the sound of the album, which to me gives it that very like raw organic sound. Some people, maybe if they're looking yeah. for that more overproduced sound, had, I've seen that, you know, here they have a problem with it, but I'm guessing you guys yeah. probably wanted that on purpose. We did. Yeah. We went for like a more aggressive production on some of the songs like some of them are like more harsh than others mm-hmm. um i think that when we were pulling like singles i guess to release like like the individual songs to release out of context it's like whoa what the fuck like <laughs> <laughs> um like throw me an anchor i feel like a lot of people were like what is the deal like but when you listen to it in context of the album it's like oh this song is flanked by like um these like piano pieces and like acoustic interludes and like we did that because it works with the flow of the album as a whole, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but yeah, no, I know it's, so, it's totally like harsh production in certain moments. It's like, Whoa, but it kind of suits the extreme, like the extremity of the record. Yeah. Um, in a way, like it's 17 songs. They're all like, you know, it's, it's not as like, straight up the middle like metal but i do think that it's an extreme record like yeah <laughs> there's a you know a lot of extreme elements to it which i think is cool yeah i know i agree because i was trying to describe it to someone it's like well it's not necessarily a metal album but it's not not a metal album you know i mean it's 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 somewhere in between it's like i'm sure anyone who used to be a fan of baroness is still going to be a fan and like i'm sure they're gonna you guys gotta pull from you know outside of metal too just from the mix that you guys have right now so it's, it's so cool for sure. Thank you, man. I, yeah, appreciate you saying that. Like, I've, I feel like from the outside, like, if I was not involved in this and I just, like, heard it, just as a Baroness fan, I'd be like, oh, this is sick. Like, yeah. of course this is the Baroness. Like, this is the next move after Purple. Because Purple's, like, really straight up the middle, like, efficient, like, rock album, you know? Yeah. It's, like, 45 minutes or whatever. Like, it's a beautiful record. But this is different because they already did 
purple, you know, like <laughs> right. want to repeat themselves. That, you, so like with the interludes too, that's something that's like you guys, I mean, that's a little bit different for a lot of albums. There's quite a few of them. Like what was the idea with the interludes? Was it like a, a mood setting thing or a tra- to add in transitions or, or what was going on with the interludes? It wasn't really something we decided like going into it. Like we're going to have this long ass record with interludes. Like it just kind of happened. Um, the first one from my memory was Canoscura. Um, like Nick and Sebastian developed this like really specific rhythmic pattern, like this kind of hypnotic, like rhythmic pattern that uh, they were really into. And John and I would listen to it like over and over again. I remember we just like look at each other, like how, like, what do we do with this? Like, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I don't know where the song is. And, uh, we thought it would be cool to take the one of the melodies from the guitar, uh, the guitar part in Borderlines, and kind of stretch it out over top of Canoscura. Yeah. So we're like, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like a little nod to this like melodic motif in this other song, and that kind of started the that that kind of like planted the seed of like maybe that's a thing throughout this album where each of these inter interludes like has kind of a nod to some other motif on the record. Yeah, that's um, really cool. I didn't even really I didn't even really know like consciously notice that. I just knew it kind of like for me it like it really set me more into the mood. Like it, it makes it like you have to listen full through and it made it more like I don't know, just it made it me get into that vibe a little bit more. But that's I'm now I'm going to have to go back and like and, and study it a little bit more. That's really cool. Uh it's 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 all over the record like Anchors Lament, the little violin part that is the guitar melody from Tourniquet, but just like stretched out. Um, they're like Blankets of Ash and Crooked Mile. Well, Crooked Mile is like essentially the guitar part from um, Cold Blooded Angels, but just like in a more of like a finger picking kind of style. Mm-hmm. So, like that kind of thing's all over the record where it's like there's all these little like mirrors and like mirror images and little nods to like other sections and yeah. other like lyrical things that pop up and stuff. That's cool. Cause then it gives you something like, I know for me, it took me a few listens to like, I mean, I obviously I haven't fully absorbed it cause I didn't notice that yet, but it took me a few listens to even just like catch into a lot of that stuff, which I think is cool. Cause then it, you, you come back to it a little bit more often. Yeah. I think it just like sets the intention to of like, I don't know, like we're putting a lot of like, heart and like good intentions into this and like all these different melodies and parts and i don't know yeah i'm into that stuff like not for we want to make a radio single or we want to you know whatever it's like just putting like good intentions into you know each of these little sections on this record like yeah for um, sure yeah. yeah yeah what about um like you have a lot of vocal harmonies on this one which is also i feel like it adds so much because it's just like with john's voice it's like a a perfect counterpoint or whatever. And uh, w- w- did you do a lot with your vocals before Baroness? No, I like sang in some like metal bands and stuff. Uh, not very well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And just kind of like screaming and whatever. Uh, yeah. I was never like, I'm a singer. Like I really didn't like the idea of singing, but when I, after I had initially played with Nick and Sebastian, we kind of thought, all right, like me joining Baroness is looking like it's going to be likely 
it was kind of an afterthought. Like John was like, Oh yeah, I forgot to ask you, like, can you sing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like, I don't know. And, uh, I remember I had this little acoustic like voice memo thing on my phone and I was like, this is a song I recorded. And that song ended up turning into, I'd do anything. Oh, no way. Um, but it was like a little acoustic. I was just like singing into my phone and he was like, Oh, that sounds cool. Like that'll work. We'll figure it out <laughs> <laughs> as far as the singing noise side of things. But um, we just spent a lot of time singing together and like writing and recording all the vocal stuff. And like, yeah, I think we definitely surprised both of us. I didn't anticipate like singing at all or like that much or whatever. Like, Yeah, that's so cool. Because I mean, I've, but, I've seen a lot of other people say the same thing. Like, man, I love the new vocals that are in there from Gina and this and that. So like that's got to feel cool since that's something you've never done before. I mean, obviously everybody knows uh, you're good at guitar, but like the vocal aspect too is really cool. Thank you, man. No, it's, it's it's super cool. What about how about doing it live? Is that like a kind of a challenge? Like you know, adding that into the guitar. It's challenging because it's like one extra like element they have to consider. And I think initially it was like eh, I'll just like try it, but now it's like I think John and I are both like oh I'm taking this a lot more seriously. Like you know, like if I hear videos and stuff and I'm like flat or sharp i'm like oh that's like really bothering me like <laughs> yeah yeah it's like turning into more of like a thing it's like i really want to get better at like practicing this the same way you like practice your instrument or, or whatever like yeah yeah that's cool i mean well it's kind of like how john i mean he it's like same with i mean that maybe not the same with him but he's progressed like so much each album too i mean i'm sure it's i'm sure totally. it'll be the same like with you i'm sure it'll just keep getting better and better Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no, John's voice is, I think, really, really cool and interesting on this record. And, like, yeah, he's just, like, grown and, like, evolved so much. It's, like, I think it's fucking cool. You guys did um, that tour this past year. It was with uh, Deaf Heaven and Zeal and Ardor. How did that one go? It was awesome. Like, the guys in Deaf Heaven are such nice, kind people. And uh, same with Zeal and Ardor, that it just made it, I, th I think it was, like, five weeks long. It was just, like... 
really pleasant, really positive. Everyone was really supportive of each other and like watching each other's sets every night and like joking around and stuff. So yeah, I mean, it couldn't have gone better. Like for us, we had a really, really great positive experience. Yeah. Is it, I would imagine being that since you did the whole Cirque du Soleil thing and everything and, and doing that night after night, like, I guess how different is it going out now, like with Baroness and playing those songs, like compare the, like the, the experience or like the feeling of that. Uh, just playing in a band is different for me personally. I like it so much better because you do have that like camaraderie with like your homies on stage, you know, the theater thing. It's like, you're, you're kind of just playing like a role in this really like big production kind of thing. Like I like just playing songs that like, mean something and that like people have a connection with and like now playing the golden gray songs it's like fuck yeah like you know we did this together (laughs) i just yeah i for me i really really missed playing in a band but i know a lot of guitar players and musicians make like great i guess careers like off of things like that like theatrical things and like other like types of productions like that I just always missed like a band, like having a band. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be cool too. Like you said now, I mean, cause you guys did your, you, I know you toured with Baroness before this album and everything, which had to be cool. But then now being able to play the songs that you were fully a part of has got to be even cooler. It's, it's really cool. It's really neat. Cause I think before, like I felt more like, like a fan, but I get to be on stage too. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I feel like I had this thing with everybody that was at the show. Like, dude, I know, right. Like, I love this song too. Like, <laughs> right. I, I, I still feel like that, but it's cool to now add in like these newer songs and stuff. Yeah. It's exciting. Did you like being, I, I thought about that, like being that you were like, you were a fan, you know, then you're in the band. Were you able to give any kind of like outside perspective? Like when you guys were doing the album or was it just, I guess maybe not. Cause you, then you were just a part of it. I think I just, yeah, I felt like a part of it. And like I said, they, it occurred to me like so strongly as this, like this band's ready for like, a big departure and like a big evolution that it didn't seem worth it to talk about like, well, on blue when you guys did this, it's like, well, that's in the past. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. You already did that. So yeah, I don't know. Like that, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, so since you, okay, you did the Metallica stuff before I got to ask what's what to you, what's the, what's the best Metallica album? Oh man. <laughs> um, like the debate my, of the ages. My favorite was always ride the lightning. Okay. But like I was on a long drive recently and I was like, I'm going to listen to all the Metallica albums. Like, <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, and like, I don't know, like Kill Them All and Master of Puppets are like grabbing me the most in my <laughs> current current state. Because like, I can't kill them all. Like when I was listening back, I was like, this is like a lot, um, I want to say like stonier than I like remembered. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I say that in like like a doom, doomier like, like sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like Master Puppets, I'm like, this is just like masterpiece. Right. <laughs> um, but two, like, I was listening on Spotify, which I think are all the like remasters or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I was listening to Ride the Lightning. I was like, I feel like it doesn't have that same like out of tune thing that the album has when I like had it on CD. Yeah. Like that, like, not quite 440, like, in tune guitar thing. <laughs> right. No, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah. Okay. I just love the first four albums. So. <laughs> did, did you? give a chance to the latest one at all um hardwired. yeah it's hard, hardwired yeah yeah i liked it i like atlas rise yeah like there's a few tracks on there i'm like hell yeah yeah okay i guess i haven't given yeah i guess i'll have to go back and 
and like give that another another go. Right, right on, right on. Um, last thing, anything, anything current that you've been jamming right now? Um, yeah, I really like this that new Spirit Drift record. Oh yeah, hell yeah, for sure. I, I just saw them live a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, the new Two Mold records, really sick. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to Windhand a lot. They're good friends of mine, and their latest records like pretty sick i listen to like a lot of singer songwriter music too like julian baker and like she just put out two songs for like record store day that are like really really beautiful and heartbreaking okay <laughs> but yeah cool cool i think what else a lot a lot of stuff <laughs> no that's good that's good all right well uh like i said i really appreciate it and i'm hope i'm hoping to get you, get you out to see you guys i know you guys are doing that tour coming up i know you're coming through detroit i forget is anybody opening for you guys um I can't remember at what point uh, we're in Detroit. I think well, we're going to be with Torch the majority That's of the right. tour. That's right. That's what it was. Um, okay. A couple of the shows are with Paul Bear, but I think those are like early on. And then um, a couple of the shows are going to be with a band called The War on Women. Right. Okay. They're like That's a cool. punk band. But I think in Detroit, it's going to be just us and Torch. Cool. That's which, good enough. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited because, yeah, I'm a big Torch fan. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right. Well, yeah. I appreciate it. And uh, good luck with the tour and the rest of the album and everything. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, Hopefully we'll see you soon.